It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Gearing up for Dometic. Enjoy the great outdoors with all the comforts of home with Dometic. It's time for gearing up for Dometic. Enjoy the great outdoors with all the comforts of home. Gwaine Blake joins me this morning, professional fishing angler and one of our salt guide and real adventures regular contributors. Good morning, Gwaine. Morning, mate. How are you? Going well. Now, you aren't too far away from heading to Malacuta, but for Victorian fishos at the moment, there's been a plethora of action, whether it be school tuna, huge sharks offshore at the moment. What's taken your fancy the last few weeks? Because the the options are limitless at the moment. Yeah, so for, for me personally, I've just sort of had me head down and bum up with um, charters and working with guides. So I've mainly concentrated on whiting and gummy sharks. But like you said just before, I'm heading away with a group of mates for a holiday down at Malacuta and the prime thing is going to be targeting kingfish and then we're hoping you know Malacuta is a really good base we can go an hour each way chasing the kings and we're keeping an eye on those water temperatures and currents and we might even head up towards you know um, Birmingham or something for a marlin too but the, the prime focus is on kingfish. So often when we have you on you talk about water temperature and the ideal ranges what are the temperatures that temperatures that you look for that you then say yep today or this week is the right time to start putting in big hours on the kingfish because for so many people they're such a frustrating fish to chase because you put in so many hours but quite often the rewards don't always come yeah that's correct so um anything from start of the season from 17.5 and above is good. So at the moment, we've probably had one of the warmest uh, water temperatures we had for probably about three years. I've, I've found 19.5 degrees off rye already um, this season. That was just this week. So the temperature's there, but it doesn't seem to be too many um, bait fish coming inshore yet. And I think it's to do with all these big easterly blows we get, and it's holding the bait further out. So once you get into sort of 45 to 60 metres of water, there's heaps of bait, and that's where all the tuna and stuff are. But this is making it harder for kingfish, and the kingfish are popping up, and then you know, they're in an area for a day or two because it's not their traditional area, so they're out wide on the bait, and then they're coming back down again. So for the guys that are targeting the tuna, have stick baits ready because the kings are in amongst them. And it's just, I, I reckon we'll find that next month in February, uh weather pattern's going to settle down. It's just a bit slower this year and all those kingfish and the bait will move inshore and we'll have you know consistent bite of kingies. When it comes to kingfish, 
we talk about water temperatures, it starts to warm up. One of the other byproducts of that slightly water, uh, slightly warmer water temperature has been some really good-sized mako sharks. When you talk to people around guiding and and the best way to target big offshore makos, what are you looking for? What are the conditions you're looking for? Is it a time of year? Is it particular baits? Um, what's the best advice you can give to anglers out there? So I'm, I'm looking for all the wildlife that's going to associate the big enough food source to hold those big makos. So the tuna's a really good one. And obviously, and not many people think about it, I shouldn't say obviously, but small dolphins. The big makos, a lot of the big ones caught in Victoria over that sort of 200 kilos actually have small dolphins inside their stomach contents. So at the moment, there's an abundance of dolphins straight out the front of Western Port and down towards Cody Bank. So that's the two areas I'd be targeting big makos or otherwise out wide off and heads in amongst where those tuna are. And you'll find that they're more active in the afternoon. That's when the tuna get more active and the makos will be more active as well. You're listening to Real Adventures. Our special guest this morning is Gwaine Blake, one of Salt Guide's professional fishing anglers, but he also operates independently as a professional fishing guide. So you can jump jump aboard Gwaine's Stabycraft, he's 1850, and take a small group uh, out on his boat, or there is the opportunity um, where he'll come on board and, and talk you through how to how to fish for, how to set up your boat to target the species of fish that you want to target, but you spend plenty of time on the water and don't often catch. Now, Gwaine, we've got a few questions that we often get sent into our Real Adventures socials, and I'm, I'm going to fire them your way this morning, and yep. you'll do your best to uh, to answer them. We'll start off with uh, with Cameron. Gwaine, how much time do you put into sounding out new terrain to fish? Do you consider it a waste of time, or is sounding out bottom and new bottom worth investing in? Yeah, I, I do it all the time, to be honest, Pat. I've got the Garmin set up, so with Garmin you're using trick, quick draw contours, so I find that going out and mapping new areas is really helpful. And obviously, with my guiding service, there's no point just me jumping on your boat and taking you straight to the mark and we catch fish and we're done. The whole idea is to teach the customer how I go about hunting down targeting species. So, in fact, the last thing I ever do is go to one of my you know traditional good marks because that's, the, that's my backup. So every pretty much every time we go out, Go about that, setting up the sounder, finding the area, bait presentations, and then obviously targeting that species. You mentioned it off the top of the show, your trip to Malakuta. This is on the back of that, or perhaps beforehand. Is Malakuta the only place to target really big kingfish? To be honest, Malakuta, I, I don't catch big kingies there. It's more multiple numbers of kingfish. That's a good place to go in Enjoy a bit of a laugh with multiple hookups with your mates. Tag quite a lot of fish as well. Um, targeting big kingies, there's probably three or four areas in Victoria that consistently has big kingfish. One, would, if you start down the west coast, it'd be Julia Percy, big reef off Apollo Bay. Um, late season in the rip, so 
March, April in, in Port Phillip Heads or down at the Glennies, the Glenny Island group off Wilson's from. They're probably your four biggest areas to target big kings. Pete, Stephen, would you chase swordfish in Claxton? For those of you that aren't aware, Gwaine runs an 1850 Stabycraft. It's an absolute ripper. Its name is Claxton. But would you fish offshore and serious offshore for sword fishing at Gwaine? Not a problem. That's probably one of the main reasons I've just purchased a block of land down at Malakuta. <laughs> we'll be building a house this year down there. I will be spending autumn chasing swordfish and kingfish out of Malakuta. And it's probably the closest point to the shelf. So it's a shorter distance run. But Claxton, I can do nearly 120 kilometres of 60 litres of fuel. So it's a very economical boat and it's very easy to target swords out of. Is that the balance between, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's a 135 Mercury that you're running on Claxton? Yep. So the difference between that on an 18-foot boat versus you know, a six-metre six fibreglass where you're running a, a 200 or a 250, the, the economical value is pretty substantial. Yeah, and it goes across the board. So you're talking about a smaller, cheaper trailer. It's going to be cheaper to tow around the coast so I can drop and go anywhere with one or two mates. So that makes it more viable. It's easier to launch by yourself and retrieve by yourself and then I'm running at around 2.2 to 2.4 kilometres per litre with a bigger boat to back to that 1.7 to 1.3. I like this so that's next, where it's all at. I like this next question from Steve. Why did Gwaine and Aaron choose the boats that they chose? Would he or Aaron go bigger? Now, fishermen always talk about, I need a bigger boat, I need a bigger boat. Would you Would you look at a bigger boat, or is this something that, you know, we've, we've had you on often before and you've spoken about the ease of trailering it, the ease of putting it in your garage. Is it something you'd look at? I mean, fishing is what you do. Yeah, look, obviously there's days where it's not as comfortable as the other boat getting there. But once you're fishing in the 1850, it's probably more stable, more comfortable than a hell of a lot of the other boats. But it's, it's never out of the picture. Um, it depends where I actually want to go with chartering obviously if you get a bigger boat you can go further you can get a couple more customers on board but um but for me for personal style fishing it it probably ticks all the boxes i probably wouldn't mind pushing out to six six point two meters and that comes back to your sounding with a longer boat you don't rock up and down as much in the troughs in amongst the bays and becomes better for your sounding quality of you know sounding up fish yeah. particularly snapper but um i mean that's just starting to get selfish for only you know, <laughs> three months of the year so it depends what i want to do Gwaine, as always it's a ple- pleasure to have you on the show we'll be chatting with Gwaine every few weeks he'll give us his salt guide report he'll talk about western ports uh, and also different parts of the state uh thanks for your time this morning Gwaine. Thanks, mate, and um, I'll send you some smoked kingfish later in the month. <laughs> Gwaine Blake, one of Salt Guide's professional fishing anglers. He also operates independently as a professional fishing guide. If you want to learn more about Gwaine's services, make sure you head to Gwaine Blake and his Instagram page. It's got all the info you need to know 
about what Gwain offers as a professional fishing guide. Gearing up for Dometic. Always stay relaxed and hydrated wherever your adventure takes you with Dometic's rugged drinkware. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.